At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Sarah with no H, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club. Get patron-only bonus stories, stickers, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And happy late birthday to Maddie from Sammy. Hello, this is Dylan from the DBH Talk Show. And you're listening to That Story Show. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I was like, I left her some guana. Hey, podcast people. This is That Story Show, where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. It's episode 381, brought to the week of June 4th, 2021. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. My good friend is here. Hey, I'm John, and guess what? Today is National Hug Your Cat Day. Uh-oh. <laughs> how do you like that? <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to get so giddy about it, but uh, do you know how to how to observe a Hug Your Cat Day? I, I was going to ask, yeah. How, how, do, how do you do that, especially if you don't have a cat? But. Well, I, I guess it's just as simple as hugging your cat. Oh, I didn't Or think. finding... It's not hug somebody else's cat day, so okay. that's probably important. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't have a cat, I guess you're exempt. I have a neighbor who has many cats, and um, sometimes they come into my yard unwelcomed, and I've never felt the urge to hug one. <laughs> but I would imagine that if I did, that they probably wouldn't like it. Yeah. Not all cats are prone to enjoying a, a random hug from people. I've seen like videos of cats like, like actually asking for a hug. It's kind of weird. Wow. My cats don't do that. They just kind of, you know, ask for food. Yeah. Because that's how cats are. But uh, not all not all cats might uh, uh, in, appreciate the embrace as much as you might. Mm. Yeah, but I got good news for you. It's a hard day to celebrate, in other words. Yeah, it is. But, you know, if you can't celebrate this day, guess what else? What? It's National Donut Day. Hey! Yeah. And that's something we can all get behind. That's right. Yeah, I can for sure. I can get behind National Donuts Day, like Donut Day, more than one donut day. And uh, <laughs> tomorrow is get back on the scale day. No, I don't know. <laughs> tomorrow is throw your scale in the trash day. Yes, every day I, for me is National Donut Day. <laughs> yes, Possibly, at least at least an observance for it. I, yeah, I, I can't lie. I celebrate it when I want. Have you ever thought about how how crazy it is to think that, you know, a breakfast meal consists of basically a small cake? 
Yeah, I have. Most American breakfasts are big desserts. Yeah. Muffins, what? pancakes. Muffins. I mean, mm. everything is sugar and, and cake. It's mm. cra- And then cereal. Don't even get me started. My son brought home Frosted Flakes with marshmallows in them. They, they make Frosted Flakes with marshmallows. This is Tony the Tiger we're talking about, the guy that's supposed to be Frosted. all about uh, sports. They're great. Yeah, sports yeah. And, and achievements and all that. It's all bull crap, you know. But it's all marketing. Yeah. <laughs> Eat our sugary cereal with marshmallows. And you'll perform better and not get a, be, you know, really fat. You'll be good at basketball and stuff. It'll be awesome. You'll have energy. But yes. Anyway. It, as, well, it's probably safer to hug your cat today than it is to, you know, scarf down a dozen donuts. But, you know, either way. Yeah. yeah. As long if, as you do it responsibly. You can't find a cat. <laughs> Um, try hugging a dog because dogs will love hugs. They, they, most yeah. of them, most of them do, unless they're really old and they don't have teeth and, uh, oh. it hurts when you touch them. It hurts them when you touch them. That, uh, those kind of dogs are pretty sad. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of cookie from, my, <laughs> from, from my mom. It's the reason I'm laughing. It's not a, it's not funny that dogs get into that situation it's just funny to me because my mom owned a dog like that and it was a real it was a butt it was a total butt so anyway we always start with a story <laughs> this is from trevor in missouri it's called peach hi james and john uh something bad almost happened to me today one of my middle school gals in my youth group posted something surprisingly deep and in response i swiped the message preach except that the text Red once my, I lifted my finger was actually peach. So Uh-oh. thankfully I caught my mistake before I sent it. I'm a youth pastor. So that could have been a message that ended my career. <laughs> so, uh, what I don't know why. Mean? Why does he mean by peach? Is what it, does he mean by well, peach? the emoticon for peach is usually means a butt. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I always I thought of Peach from Mario, you know, because I'm all innocent. Princess, boy. right? Yeah, but uh, it, it would it would definitely cause a stir. I mean, like, what in the heck is he? What does he mean? And that's the question you never want asked. What does he mean by that? Yeah, you always and want, that's what causes a problem. Yeah, it's like um, that's like my friend David. He's a you know. Uh, he's a pastor. He used to be a youth pastor and he was in the habit of calling all the new kids that would visit uh, the youth group and they would sign up, you know, the paper and all that. And he would call them. And one time he left a message. Hey, this is pastor David. Just want to let you know that you are loved. And, and uh, we, I'd like to see you again, blah, 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 blah. And he got Uh a call back from an irate mom. And it was a voicemail. Listen here, bachelor, David. I don't know who you think you're calling, but my daughter is 14 years old and you sound well into middle age. You will never call her again. And he called her back and he's like, oh my gosh, listen, it's me. I'm pastor David. And I was just like (laughs) putting out a message to let him know that, you know, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. Wow. Bachelor David. Bachelor David. (laughs) Wait a second. Wait a second. How is it? That would, yeah, we just use text these days, you yeah. know, that's. Well, that's probably. like when I was in kids church, I always sent um, postcards instead of 
letters to kids because yeah. kids love getting mail. And uh, but it's weird to send a kid uh, mail because you're a grown man, you know. Um, so, I always thought the same. So I always sent uh, postcards so that parents could instantly see the message and not have to worry about anything. No secrets, mm. you know. So anyway. Um, no secrets. It's safe. That's right. That's right. Let's keep it going with the weekly rewind. Okay. All right. So um, my weekly update is about my doggy. I have two dogs, as you guys mostly know. Um, one's name mm-hmm. is Moffat. One named Leia. Uh, Moffat is the dog I don't like. Leia is the dog I hate. So. <laughs> Leia. Not to sugarcoat it in any way. <laughs> no, no. Just to lay it right on out there. Leia is is trouble. And um, she is bad. Trouble. She is trouble. And I knew it when she walked in. So shame on me. <laughs> hey! <laughs> so anytime we let her out, she begins to bark. And she mostly barks at leaves and stuff to try to protect us from the leaves. Yeah. from the Because those leaves are dangerous up there, apparently. And Missouri. But the other day I let her out and she started barking really loud right on the back porch. She didn't wait to get down on the grass or anything. And I had had it. So I open up the door and I get, I draw a breath to start yelling at her. And I see she's barking at a cat from the neighbor's <laughs> yard, you know, who's <laughs> sitting right on our porch. And I oh. stopped and I let her bark and I let her keep going and the cat was not scared of my little tiny butt dog. Um, <laughs> the cat just kind of skulked away like, you know, I'm only moving because you're annoying me, you know. I'm not afraid of you. And the dog, the cat dog. went back to her side of the fence. And I, for the first time in my life, was happy with this dog. It had finally <laughs> done something that a dog is supposed to do. And I was actually had warm feelings in my heart toward the dog because as much as I hate Leia, I don't like cats even more, you know? Wow. So okay. I was like, thank you. Thank you for doing that. That You actually did what you've been trying to do this whole time is you yeah. protected our family. And, the most um, dog-like thing that your dog has done. Yeah. Yeah. And and but she didn't chase the cat. No, she just She's barked, barked at, it. at it. She was scared of it. She was okay. terrified. You could tell. So, but anyway, um, yeah, it's just I have to brag on her because I, I, I can't let that go. I can't have all these negative feelings towards her and then not share the one positive feeling. Yeah, that I have. It would just wouldn't be fair. Did you give her a treat? No. Did you pet her? No. Did you say good job? I let her back in the house. Okay. And, and I didn't yell at her. So <laughs> that was, that's the most she could, you know, get out of me. But no, I, I thought it was great. I was like, this is awesome. This is, this almost, you know, makes up for all the badness that she does. But, you know, she's, she's almost, she's a bad dog. She's a bad dog. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, dogs are different. Than cats, I'm yeah. surprised that she didn't chase it. That's that's what I'm confused. Well, on, there was but. nothing to chase. The cat didn't run. The cat just kind of stood her ground and just like I said, just like looked annoyed and and kind of slithered away, <laughs> slunk slunk away, one step at a time. 
But, uh, you know, Moffat don't care. He, he, he's just like, whatever, you know, but he's not, yeah, he's, he's a not a real there. dog. He's just, he's a cat in a dog's costume. So, mm. so. Wouldn't that be hilarious if you're like petting that dog one day and find a zipper on it? Yeah. You're like, what, what's this? And you unzip it and there's a cat underneath it. Wouldn't that be <laughs> crazy? It would, you know what? It reminds me though. You say that, but there was a guy in a Spider-Man suit and he dove into water. I saw a video and he waterboarded himself. He couldn't breathe all of a sudden, oh, and he had to rip oh. off the mask, and <laughs> he almost died inside of a Spider-Man costume because oh, he, he waterboarded himself. Yeah. Uh, that's scary. Yeah. So What in the world? Yeah. Speaking of zippers, that's what made me think <laughs> of it. <laughs> like I, it's I, good to have a zipper. If you're going to wear a Spider-Man costume, have a zipper on the Yeah, that the you can reach. Somewhere. Yeah. Or, or at least a mouth that has Velcro on it so that you can breathe. Oh. That's weird. It was such That's a good weird. dive too. And then, and then you, you just see him panicking. You just totally. Uh, but anyway, probably was one of those spandex outfits that probably really kind of pulls that air in and that, that, uh, he just, yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Well, I haven't done anything like that over the last couple of weeks, but I, I want to say, uh, if it is my turn indeed. Yeah. Um, I am really happy to be back. I mean, yeah. I will say of the 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 cast that you had to uh, to carry on with did a fantastic job. And, and by the way, congrats to your daughter on her job at Chick Fil A. Yeah, she's enjoying Very it. Exciting. She's really enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, it's where uh, she I is know. right now, actually. What? Well, hey. So let me ask this because my son works at Chick Fil A, and um. And and our the operator of our store kind of does it a little bit differently, or the operator of his store. That's what they call like the boss of the store. Mm. Uh, in Chick Fil A lingo, you know, I know these things. Um, anyway, she she gives families fifty percent off. Oh wow! Regardless of if you're if you're you're working there that day or not. So I've gone through the drive through before, and Johnny not working, and them recognize me, and oh yeah, let me give you the family discount. I was like, yes, this no, is. Awesome. I haven't heard of anything like that, but I've I've wondered. I haven't asked yet, but Jenna, not all of them do that. Jenna gets food. She gets a food allowance every time she goes in, and it's like yes. eight dollars and fifty cents. And oh. if you're late to work, though, you don't get the food allowance. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And if you don't show up for your shift, you lose it for the whole week. So <gasps> our, our operator Whoa. is kind of a genius. He, 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 that's, he's working that's these kids and make and punishing them with food <laughs> well, and rewarding I mean, chick- them is quite reward, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not only do they get paid pretty, you know, yeah. Jenna gets paid really well, actually for a first time job. Dad, yeah. uh, you know what my, she's making, She's, she's, I don't know how much she's making, honestly. It's, but it's, it's more than $10 an hour. It's more like 12 or something like that. You know what, really? you know what minimum wage was when I started at Roland's in, in, in St. Mary's, Georgia, I made $3 and 50 cents. Whoa. Three fifty. Yeah. When I started about the same time you did, except I wasn't at Roland's. I was, I was barely making $3 an hour. Well, maybe it went up to three fifty, but yeah, it, it, it was crazy crazy low but Ooh. i was so excited you know because it's free money it's like yeah free 50 all i have to do is stack stuff and move things and a, help people I that's worked awesome. there for two years and i was a terrible employee as listeners to the show know <laughs> terrible but uh <laughs> i'll never know 
They'll never know. They'll never know. I put them out of business. <laughs> nope. Never know. Uh, well, it's good to be back. I won't bore you with all the boring details because I, I, I was out for two weeks because I had to do work stuff. But uh, let me just say I'm glad graduation season is over and end of year programs are over and uh, I'm ready to be back in the uh, back in the saddle here. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, we missed you. You were you were missed. So thanks. You did great though. Well, in my absence, well, not that you, there's any question. It about was that, fun yeah. having Jenna on. Jenna's a natural and you know, it was, I would have her on as a third chair every week if we could, cause she's, she's a pleasure, but she's a busy yeah. little lady and, um, yeah, sports she, and now she's got a job and, and she's a social mm. monster and she drives everywhere and does everything. So uh, but she yeah. makes good grades and she makes good choices. So I can't tell her no, you know? So, you know, I'm waiting for her to be bad so I can, so I can slow her down a little bit, but she keeps <laughs> being good. She's just a good kid. So anyway, for when she parks her car in the wrong part of the, uh, yeah, I'm going to get really yeah. picky about, you know, three inches from the curb or you're going to be in restriction, but <laughs> no accidents. But, uh, you know, every time we, we try to, tell her you know hey we're we're gonna put some boundaries on this that and the other she's like well what part of my life are you punishing and i'm like oh, 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 <laughs> oh. anyway um listener email james forshee from lynchburg says your show is the best i've listened to and i've listened to about 200 episodes which is about two episodes a day which means i've been listening for more than 100 days Whoa. or 14 weeks and two days or three months and two weeks, and I still love it. Jake. Man. Wow. He's got a great name from a great location, and he's got a great attitude about listening to our show. 10 out of 10. That's my rating for that email. Uh, Steve-o, uh, Steve-o in the uh, chat room says those are rookie numbers, though. <laughs> <laughs> rookie numbers. Yeah. Those are rookie numbers. That's starter numbers. There's people that have put in more time than that, but I'm impressed. Whatever. I, am I think it's great that people go back and listen to the old shows. I don't I don't understand it. It, it blows my mind. But um, anyway, we got some iTunes reviews. Best show ever, says Grace from Lynchburg, Virginia. I love the show. Woo-hoo. I like to listen while I'm doing chores, but sometimes I have to stop and run and get my inhaler. Oh God, we're killing people. Oh, no, just keep it with you, please. I love the show. Keep up the great work. Your faithful listener, Grace from Lynchburg, Virginia. Amazing, mm. says Colin. Hi, I'm a new listener, and I already love your podcast. This podcast is so funny, and, and like I stated, clean. It's hard to find a podcast that's both clean and funny. James and John, you guys are funny and awesome. You make me happy every day when I listen to you. I wish I had a funny story to tell, but in order to express my love for the podcast, I wrote this review instead. Have an awesome day, wow. Colin. Well, you have an awesome day, too, Colin. Dad, Thanks, Colin. You know, I got found out by another uh, I've got found out by another student the other day. Uh-oh. So, uh, Mr. Akey, if you're listening, thank you for finding us. But he said he was just randomly looking for stuff. Yeah. And he's listening. And he's like, man, that voice sounds familiar. And so his mom, who's a teacher here, she came. She said, my son found out you did a podcast. And that always scares me, you know. <laughs> because I'm like, oh, know. no. Which episode <laughs> did they find first? Oh, no. <laughs> but I explained myself. And she was very happy that we're making clean content for her son to enjoy. So. Awesome. Awesome. You're you're getting famouser over there. I, I don't know what that means, but thanks. You're getting famous. That's awesome though. Um uh let's do some listener stories. Yes. We're here for 
All right, today's stories are sponsored by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp can assess your needs and match you with your very own licensed professional therapist. That's right, a licensed professional therapist. And you can connect in a safe and private online environment because it's so convenient. It's online. You can start communicating in under 24 hours, and it's not self-help. It's professional counseling, and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide, and there's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. Basically, it just gives you the world on a platter here. So many options, so many different kinds of, uh, of, of counselors with different areas of expertise, and you can find one that specifically uh uh, does well in the area that you need counseling in. And I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you can get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash that story show. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash that story show. And again, we'd like to thank BetterHelp for your sponsorship. It helps a lot. Yes. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Uh, let's get into our stories. This one's from Bobby Ellis. It's called Sibling Slap. Three years ago, after my freshman year of high school, my sisters went on a missions trip that our church does every summer for fourth and fifth graders. My parents were chaperones on the trip, so I spent that week with my uncle's family, and it was great. My uncle and aunt let me stay up late, and I've always loved, yes. I've always loved playing with my cousins. Let's call them Luke and Lando for a Star Wars theme. And okay. at the time, Luke was almost nine and Lando had just turned six. Anyway, seeing that my <laughs> cousins were two young boys, things would get a little rambunctious. Sometimes they would hmm. fight about the littlest things and make mountains out of molehills. One evening after dinner, my uncle told Luke to take out the trash bin to the street and Lando wanted to help his older brother. So he tried to take the bin from Luke as he was walking down the driveway. And all of this, we were watching through the front window. Tensions built. Lando <laughs> tried to grab the handle of the bin, and Luke pulled the bin back to him. Lando grabbed again, and Luke pulled harder. So they're fighting uh -oh. over who's going to help the most, you know? Finally. <laughs> could be the most helpful? Dad's yeah. going to love me more. <laughs> exactly. They're brothers. They're, it's just the way they love each other, I guess. Finally, they get to the street, and Lando tried to set the bin down in place. Luke grabbed it from him, and a moment later, he slapped Lando straight in the oh. face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> with that my uncle their dad opened the front door running toward the two boys and shouted luke lando get back inside and they came inside <laughs> lando's face red with and with wet tears when asked why luke slapped lando he replied he called me a crap face oh, oh, oh crap face that's mild compared to some of the things my sisters called me this answer came unexpected to me as well as I soon realized, my aunt and uncle also thought it was quite funny. I could tell they found it very amusing. 
and uh, were trying to hold it in while they reprimanded their two sons. I couldn't hold it in, so I turned away so my cousins wouldn't see me smiling and silently laughing. My uncle <laughs> yeah. said, Luke, go to your room. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> go go now. Go fast. Oh, run <laughs> before I lose it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when he had gone, my uncle said to Lando, trying to hold in his laughter, Lando, we don't call people crap face. Then after talking oh, with Luke, man. my uncle and aunt, had the two boys apologize to each other. And I will always remember how my cousins called each other crap face and how much they have grown since then. You guys are awesome. Keep it up. Bobby Ellis. I wished that they he had gone into detail about how they had to apologize because my mom's favorite way of doing it was making us hug each other. Yeah. I've done that to my kids. Ugh. Hug it out. You guys need to hug it out right now. So terrible. Oh, yeah, I don't know. What would you do with your kids if uh, you had a, one of their cousins over and they started that kind of nonsense? I don't know. I mean, they're past that age now, but back in the yeah. day, there would just be separations and timeouts, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And my kids were never name callers. They were mm. uh, punchers, you know? They they they, yeah. pick, they pick at each other and kind of- <laughs> Physical. Yeah, just pinch each other and stuff like that. Stupid little things. So it was like, you know, nobody touch each other ever again. You know, that kind of stuff. Keep your hands to yourselves. Exactly. Yeah. As my boys are still in that phase and they're 16 and 12, 11. Wow. 16, 11. I don't know. I I don't know the rages, but they still do that nonsense. My kids get along. They're crazy. My sisters and I hated each other. I mean, we just despised each other. And, uh, I see my two kids and and they care about each other and they'll, they'll give each other the first choice of things, you know, like you can have the first bagel and, you know, wow. Yeah. Just crazy stuff. It's like, what did we do? Did we do this or did they come out this way? And we, we we don't know. I I have a theory that God gives good kids to bad parents and bad (laughs) kids to good parents. Have you ever Mm. noticed that? Cause you'll get these great parents and their kids know, will grow man. up and just be wild and go off and do terrible things. And then you'll have these awesome kids with the, they have no reason to be awesome. And their parents are just the worst, you know, man, that makes me kind of think of some of the, it, some of the homeschool parents a little different. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, like, I, all I think, those homeschool kids are great. Their parents must be terrible. Yeah. I mean, my kids are awesome. So we must be the worst. We, we God, oh, God was like, I'm going to give, them some good kids that they can't screw up. So, well, maybe, uh, maybe I'm not such a bad parent because <laughs> my kids sometimes I want to whoop them. Oh boy! That's oh bad. man! I well, gotta love it. Well, I got a story here from. I hope I don't mess your name up. Elia comes from us from Elia E L L I A. Huh? Could be Elia. I want to say Elia. 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 I guess it's uh, where where you put the emphasis. Elia, Elia, yeah, that's that's it's it's different. It's a different type of spelling. It's a Disney princess kind of name, isn't it? Yeah, it's got two L's. It's weird. I mean, not weird. I've I've been trying not to say weird the whole time, and then I just say it. So, (laughs) well, in Spanish, I think you roll that right when there's two L's next to Elia. Ah, okay, Elia. Well, you go ahead. Or is it two R's? Oh man, I don't know. I don't hate on me because I. Don't remember. Anyways, this is Gift Drift, which is a great story. I have a story for you about my 10th birthday party presents. Okay, 10th birthday, double digits, leaving young toddler and young kid lifestyle into 
and going into the middle schooler and teen world. It's not as great as it sounds. No, it's not. But hey, it's a big day, if I'm not mistaken. So naturally, I got a big birthday party with my lifelong friends, you know, the ones that I've had for the last nine years. Uh, Fun fact, my mom only allowed me and my siblings to have big birthday parties with friends on big birthdays, like 1, 10, 13, 16, 18. All other were at home with my family and presents. Man, that was every birthday for me. I never got parties ever uh, i well i didn't I'm trying to think did i ever get one i got a cake I, mean, I remember seeing pictures it's yeah siblings and they got a dollar each and we'd go to the mom and pop store and they would buy a dollar's worth of candy so i would end up with like three bucks worth of candy it was great but yeah hmm. no no parties hmm well so you're I, I i think i think i recall a party or two in my lifetime awesome. yeah but usually it was just family stuff, so I'm, I'm sorry, James. I, no, it's okay. I, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not torn up about it at all. <laughs> Let's have a party tomorrow. Okay. Let's do it. We'll celebrate whatever birthday you just had. I'll drive. You and you drive. We'll meet halfway. Yeah. Because there's that. There's nothing Tennessee? between us. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> How many weird states? I don't, that would be interesting. We should probably set that up as a road trip someday. <laughs> Anyhow, let me get back to the story. So naturally... I was really excited. This was my first big birthday that I could remember. I was pumped. I was on cloud nine or 10. (laughs) That was me. Happy as a bullfrog on a log, she says. Gifts is my love language. I love giving them, making them, wrapping them, receiving them. All things gifts. There were five families altogether. That was like 15 people, including kids. And for me, that was a big difference that my little brother and older sister and my mom, that was, you know, my dad was on deployment. So that was kind of usual. So it was a lot more people than she usually had. Right. The party was coming to an end and everything was perfect. It was time for unwrapping presents. My favorite time. I unwrapped my third present. I gently ripped the decorative paper away from the box and laid it to the side. Oh. I took the box in my hands gently and opened it from the top. Inside was toilet cleaning supplies. Dun, dun, yeah. dun! <laughs> A toilet cleaning brush, some toilet paper, and specialized cleaning disinfectant spray to keep your bowl nice, white, and tidy and fresh. Hmm. Now, I being the good child <laughs> that I was, start, stared at this gift. Quickly, I thought of the pros and cons of either crying or <laughs> acting happy and thankful. I chose theater. <laughs> I smiled happily at this woman and said with a forced grin on myself, on my face, well, thank you, Miss Lucy. I always wanted this. Wow. Better. What a good kid. I know. She must have had bad parents. <laughs> <laughs> the room roared with laughter at my politeness because they had all known of this prank beforehand and were intently watching as I unwrapped my gift and stared at it, dumbfounded at it for a bit, and then turned and looked at her smiling. I ne- never actually got a gift from her. Miss Lucy said that the joke <laughs> was her gift to me. Oh, yeah. So. My mom, being the resourceful person that she is, took the cleaning supplies from me afterwards and used it as her own. What a (laughs) ripoff! Bitterly and respectfully, Elia. Oh, my gosh. Well, have have your parents ever taken one of your birthday gifts like that and used it for themselves? Dude, every story I have about my family (laughs) is a sad story that I turn into a funny story so that I can cope with it. 
So <laughs> you asked. So, yes. So here we go. <laughs> when I graduated high school, I had a small get together of my mom's friends. So at my house, instead of going off with friends or anything like that, and uh, everybody brought money. And and there was a total of about six hundred dollars that that Whoa. was that came in, which was a lot, you know. And it was supposed to go yeah. toward me going to art school. Uh, yeah. But yeah, later my mom decided that I'd be better off just staying home instead of going to art school, and she ah. took the six hundred dollars and bought her first pair of dogs for breeding, and that's when the dog Whoa. hoarding started. So, and that's why you hate dogs to this day. No, the reason I hate dogs is a whole different story. <laughs> and it's it's even worse. So I, I will wow. never share it on the show. Uh I, I I haven't even shared it on GOK it's so bad. But um Ooh. yeah. But no, um yeah, my mom stole my money and and <laughs> spent it on dogs. So there we oh, go. Man. No, but That's... I was what I was gonna tell you about is my sixteenth birthday, where my folks told me they were gonna get me a car. And come 16th birthday oh. time, I unwrapped a small package and there was a toy car in it. And there's your car, mm. James. And, and and talking about not knowing how to react. Do you do you, yeah. do you go along with the joke or do you let out your true feelings, you know, or, or what? And uh, my mom thought it was hilarious, but I sure did not. And uh, I did not get a car. I, well, mm. I did. I did, but. It it really you makes, did, but you bought it yourself, it, right? It, yeah, it it makes me very self conscious and and well, not self conscious, but conscious of how I joke around with my kids because I'm a big joker and I love to play with them and mess with them and all that. But I will immediately let them off the hook. Like if I've said something to them that is a joke that shocks them or something, I'll say, "Ah, just kidding," you know, just real yeah. quick. Uh, because the point has been made. There's no reason to drag it out. You know, some people will let practical jokes go for days and let kids believe things. I never oh, been man. Able to do that no. because, uh, because of that kind of stuff. And I never joke around about, you know, Hey, we're going to Disney world and then drive them to a burnt down, you know, building <laughs> and say, Oh, I guess Disney like will burn down. Jack so, handy. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Anyway, toilet trouble, uh, comes to us from bill from Indiana. He says, this story comes from my childhood back in the 80s. And my family had traveled to my uncle's house in Tennessee for a summer vacation. And I was probably around six or seven years old at the time. Being at that age, I couldn't wait for the opportunity to hang out with my cousins and just enjoy being outside, riding bikes, watching my dad and uncle shoot off fireworks for the 4th of July. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I never had cousins. My mom was an only child. So. Oh. Yeah. I never had aunts and uncles either. So when we arrived at their home, my sister and my brothers jumped out of the car with eager anticipation of the week ahead. And we got our luggage situated in the house. My parents gave us the traditional have fun, but behave speech. And we were off. And my uncle lived in a residential area, but he had a big backyard. And there was a lonely street out front where we had plenty of space to ride bikes and run around. Sounds awesome. I I distinctly remember their walkout basement into their backyard. There was a hide a bed couch where we'd been sleeping along with a decent sized family room with toys as well as laundry, a laundry room and a bathroom. And while we were all in the basement, my uncle told us about this bathroom and said the toilet wasn't working. And if you had to go, you would have to use the one upstairs. And we all nodded and grinned and went about our day. A few hours had passed quickly as we were outside creating our own adventures and just having fun with each other's company when it hit me. 
boy, did I suddenly have to pee. On a side note, why do kids wait till the last possible second to use the bathroom? <laughs> it is true. It is true. It is. Yeah. Because you're having so much fun. You're, you're having yep. too much fun. Uh, anyway, so uh, I really had to go and I dashed to the basement to the last place I remember seeing a toilet and I rushed in and closed the door. And as I approached the toilet, my brain went ahead and told my body, initiate bladder release protocol. <laughs> you know when you finally just you don't hold back anymore in one swooping motion i prepared my clothes for the departure as well as working to lift the lid it was then though that i remembered my uncle's warning because i could not open the lid to my shock uh -oh. he had taped the lid shut with clear packing tape to make sure no, no one peed inside he wasn't talking a, a kidding about it folks he locked her down well <laughs> As you can imagine, my six to seven year old brain had already initiated the bladder release protocol and there was no shutting it down now. So I proceeded to pee all over the lid. <laughs> I stood there ashamed for what felt like hours peeing on that closed toilet lid. <laughs> what on earth was I going to do now as it ran over the sides? <laughs> onto the floor picture this poor kid he's sitting there feeling the relief of going yeah feeling oh, like this so is terrible <laughs> what am i doing these two feelings feel so much better conflicting feelings in my head should never be there at the same time i did <laughs> i did the only thing my young underdeveloped immature brain can think of i oh. put myself back together i turned around and walked out of the door pretending that nothing happened that's right oh <laughs> That's all you can do at that oh, age. You know, man. what are you going to do? Get in trouble, put yourself in trouble. Hey, mom accidentally peed on the toilet instead of in it. You, yeah. You, you don't want to be that kid. Yeah. Anyway, out of sight, out of mind, not my house, not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a punk thing to do, but I, oh, do, I do remember feeling guilty. And I later confessed to my mom what happened, but she obviously wasn't too happy about it, but I managed to avoid too harsh of a punishment because we were on vacation. At least it wasn't a memorable, it was memorable enough that I can recall what happened. Uh, well, there you have it. Thanks for letting me sit on the therapist couch today and get that one off my chest. I love the podcast and I enjoy every new episode. Bill from Indiana. Oh, man. That's so good. Ah, the 80s, back when they would tape the toilet seats down just so you wouldn't use them. It's funny. I'm, at least it those didn't have one of those carpeted toilet seat covers, though, you know? <laughs> yeah. Remember those? Which would have been the perfect time era because that was when they yeah, used those it'd things. be a shag rug on top of your toilet seat. It's so weird. Oh, man. My cousins had a had one of those like cushioned toilet seats. Yeah, those are weird too because they would let air out when yeah, you sat out. They would. But theirs had like, a, it was like vinyl or something. I guess it was like vinyl with some kind of padding underneath uh -huh. it. But uh, there was a crack in the vinyl so when you sat down on it, it would pinch your leg. Ah! You're like, I don't want to go to the bathroom. I always hated there. those because it felt like you were sitting on somebody else's butt. <laughs> like it was squishy, you know? Like this is what it feels like to sit on another butt. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they don't make those things anymore. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Somebody, somebody still got their heart in the 80s, you know? Some old lady Cushion. still yeah. needs her carpeted cushioned toilet seat. So. Yeah, so I can sit down on somebody else's butt. But they mm -hmm. always flattened out, so I don't know what the deal was. There was no padding once you sat on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Uh, Maybe it like was supposed to like be one of those pressure seals that kind of conforms to your <laughs> rear end so that nothing gets out well, past the seal. And how long are you spending on the toilet that you're like, you know what? This should be more comfortable <laughs> than it is. Oh, hmm. I don't know. Hey, you know what? We might need to bring those things back because the way that people sit on toilets these days while they're reading their phones and stuff. Yeah, it's not good for you. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no. You need to do your business and get off the toilet. Don't be sitting Get there. Get out of there. I used to take World of Warcraft on a freaking TV tray <laughs> in my laptop into the bathroom, and I'd be sitting there for three hours before I knew it, and that was not good for me. It's not good. No. It's not good to have everything just open for business that long. Let your, your leg circulation cuts off, and when you try to stand back up, you're like, I can't stand yeah. up. My legs are numb. I'm walking on one ankle because my... My foot's <laughs> at a 90 degree angle. No, it's not good for you. It's not good for your no. bowels. It's, it's not good for anything. So don't, yeah, well, just, just a helpful tip, uh, you know, from us today. Here, the more you know. <laughs> there you go. Uh oh, oh, it's on repeat. I hit the, I hit the repeat. We really want you to know. We really want you to know. You better okay. know what we know. Well, anyway, don't use toilets that are taped down and don't spend too much time on them either. Yes. All right. Well, James, I got a story to hear uh, for. Uh, I'm new at talking, apparently. Uh, this is a story from Nadine. And I can pronounce that unless I pronounce it wrong. But this is a bad hug. Right. Nadine says, I've been a listener for low all these many years. Mm. Ever since the nobody's listening days, quote unquote. May I congratulate your daughter on her new job at Chick-fil-A? I am a retired Chick-fil-A worker. Well, congratulations cool. awesome. to you, Nadine. That's awesome. Uh, she worked in marketing. Oh, no. She was one of the ones that made it uh, sound like uh, marshmallows on, on sugar flakes is a good thing. Uh oh. Just kidding. The Chick-fil-A marketing people are awesome. No, she's just been working about with cows holding signs for her whole life. So oh, man. Nadine, are you the one that invented that? Because that's brilliant. <laughs> Or the cows invented it. I don't know. Anyway, she will have a wonderful time there, she says, because, um, yes, it is a great company. So now on to my story. Many years ago, my husband and I were youth leaders at a church. One Sunday, I spotted my husband looking at the church bulletin board. So I slipped up behind him and put my arms around his waist and said, hey, baby. He turned around and it was not my husband. <laughs> It gets worse. The guy I was hugging was the pastor's daughter's boyfriend. No! <laughs> but it gets even worse. Oh, no. We turned around, and there was the pastor's daughter. Oh, no. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Well, uh, it goes like this. Uh, uh, gentlemen, if looks could kill, I would not be telling you this story. I bet. I bet. Uh, and, um, yeah, that's... That's awesome. She says, I hope it makes it on the show. Okay, okay, okay. We'll do it. And please bring back the recap song. She says, you guys are awesome, Nadine. Oh. You know, there was this one time, speaking of awkward moments, um, I used to kick my sisters in the butt. You know, not like hard, but I'd just kind of kick them in the butt just because, yeah. you know, they're my sisters. Just kind of get their attention. I'd walk up behind them and kick them in the butt. Well, <laughs> I was at school uh, one day, and I probably was in middle school at this point. And I walked up to my sister and I kicked her in the butt and um, she turned around and looked at me and it was not my sister. 
and uh, and she gave me this really dirty look. You know, I went to a really small school, so we yeah. all knew each other. Oh, and she was like, "What in the world?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you were my sister. You look like my sister. You have the same butt shape as my sister. Your butt is the same. I know my sister's butt. Ah, kill me." Yeah. What was worse though? It was it was the sister of the girl I had a crush on. Oh no. So. I guess that probably blew my chances of ever uh, of ever having a girlfriend out of the girl that I had a crush That's on because funny. I kicked her sister's butt. That so. is hilarious. You deserve mistaken that. identity. You deserve yeah. it. That's why you can't do anything bad. You're like me. <laughs> You're gonna get busted in the worst way possible. So you know what? I did. I never kicked my sisters in the butt again after that. I bet. I bet. Yeah. It's like getting pulled over for speeding, and and it's no longer fun to drive fast after that. You know. So <laughs> you're like being super scared and yeah. never want to look at another car again. Oh, I know the feeling. Uh, speaking of bringing back the recap song, I know I mentioned it in the last episode and I said um, that we would uh, discuss it. And so if you're interested uh-huh. in hearing uh, about the email response and the decision that we've come to on the recap song, stay after the final song, you know, the closing song will do a little uh, discussion about the recap oh, segment. Okay. So there we go. All right. The cat box. That's what this is called. And it's, it, this one's a downer guys. I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to warn you. If you love animals, uh, a whole lot, this, this is, this is going to be a hard one for you. So Mike, uh, sent this one in. James recently spoke about his hatred of cats. Well, I, I hate them, but I, I don't wish them evil. Okay. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> I, I, I know that biblical hatred is the same as murder. I, I don't hate them like that. I just hate them as a concept. Okay. So I don't wish them ill. I just want to make that clear. So this brought back a traumatic memory from my childhood. So this is a traumatic story, not a funny story. Before I begin, it's kind of weird though. It's kind of got a funny twist to it. Before I begin, is it important? It's important to know two things. First, I was six years old at the time this occurred, and I wasn't the brightest bulb. Second, in the mid 1980s, rumors began to circulate that satanic cults were increasing, and the conspiracy oh, yeah. theories abounded. Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember that very well. There were rumors of satanic symbols and slogans on products and in music, and youth were being brainwashed supposedly into joining cults. And animals were being sacrificed. It was all nonsense, but many people thought that it was absolute truth. And in the small town I lived in, there was also a rumor that one such cult was looking for a female child with blonde hair and blue eyes. Mm -hmm. I was six during this time, and I had a little sister with blonde hair and blue eyes. And I was too young to know about the satanic scare going around, though. My family lived in the country, and there was a wild house cat who befriended us and we loved that cat. And one day she came back with five kittens and would let us play with the kittens. And we loved it. One day my parents planned for us to go with a babysitter for the day while they went out of town and I'd been playing with the cat and her kittens and I didn't want the fun to win. So I came up with a plan to make sure the cats were there when I returned later that night. So I found a large igloo cooler in our garage and I placed the cat and her kittens into it. And then I shut the lid and I went to find my parents who were ready to leave and they had no idea what I had done with the cats. So as you may have guessed, there was a fatal flaw in my thinking. The box was airtight and I did not know about oxygen and how all of it worked. 
and I was also, it was in the middle of summer and I was gone all day long. And when I got back that evening, I excitedly ran to the garage and opened the cooler to play with the kittens. And unfortunately they'd all returned to kitty heaven several hours before. Uh, uh, I began to cry and I felt horrible about what had happened. So using the logic of a six-year-old, I placed the mortal frames of the deceased cats in a row on our driveway and no one saw oh. me do this. And I told no one cause I felt so ashamed later that evening. My parents returned home to find six deceased cats lined up on our driveway. And of course their logical conclusion was that the satanic cult had done this. And they oh, were looking, no. they were looking for my sister. They were so scared that we moved soon what? afterwards. Yeah. It was a clear sign to everyone that Satan had come to our town. And I didn't oh, tell my, my parents what actually happened till years later. Thanks for all you do. This podcast is truly <laughs> a highlight cow. of my week, Mike. Oh my ah. gosh. I told you it had kind of a funny ending, but what a way yeah. to get there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mike, <Yep>. you, <laughs> you made your family move. <laughs> Oh, it's like my brother when he oh, killed no. all the birds, you know? Yes. That's what I'm reminded of. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should laugh at that. <laughs> so I just terrible. have this mental image of birds flying up in the air and then stopping, stopping mid-flight. and dying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, that, that is truly, truly terrible. And, un- and it's unfortunate that, you know, kids don't have the logic of, you know, being able to think through that completely. And that's why we don't let children vote. Yeah. Uh, and other things, but man, I did something similar. Igloo coolers will keep, you know, pets fresh, but it won't keep them alive. (laughs) Not like that. No, no. I, when I was a kid, I was probably about his age when that happened. Um, I, we had some kittens and I was thinking the same exact thing. I want to keep them in a safe place so that I can get to them and play with them later. Uh, and I put them in a grill. Um, oh no, oh, <laughs> it was no. not, a, <laughs> it was not a lit grill. Oh, yeah. It was just, you know, I set a little piece of cardboard down there for them to sit on and, and whatnot. And, um, and then I forgot about oh, them. No! later that night, my mom heard the meowing coming from the grill and she opens it up and there's the cats there. And I got in so much trouble. Oh. <laughs> She's like, what were you thinking? I was like, I don't know. I thought I wanted to play with them later. And they would run away from me. And so, uh, yeah. Man, I, I, I'm glad that one has a happier sense. ending. <laughs> yeah, the cats were fine. Uh, they were fine. And my rear end was not. Man. I'll just say that. So see, I hate cats, but not <laughs> like that. Like this is a terrible story. It's it's terrible, but it's hilarious that they move. <laughs> and he never told them why. <laughs> he was older. He's like, uh, <laughs> what if they moved to a different state and everything? <laughs> we got to move away from the devil now. Do you yeah. know why we moved, Mom? <laughs> Years later, when your butt's not gonna get tore up. Oh, uh, what? those cats that were out on the street like that yeah that was me (laughs) that was my way of repenting and saying i'm sorry but i didn't want to tell you i did it Uh, Uh, ah wow like the rumor weed you know it just gets bigger and bigger (laughs) and all of a sudden you're moving away from all your friends and your teachers (laughs) and everything we've got to go to a new state (laughs) because the satanists are looking for our daughter looking for the little girl yeah 
We got a, they're dyeing her hair and putting contact lenses in her eyes. And, <laughs> and it's all because of your, you wanted to play with the kitties, you know? Oh, oh, terrible. Uh, I, are, do we have time for the story? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I want to, I want to bring us to a different note, but it is unforgivable. Almost like the situation with the last story. But uh, this is this is called the Unforgivable Fragrance, and it comes to us from Sean in Flagstaff, Arizona. FYI, he says, "Hello, just found your podcast and listened to it for the first time today while I was at work." Well, welcome, Sean. Yeah, welcome Thank you for being a part of our our group here, uh, our happy family. He says the episode I listened to was a dog's purpose. Ah. I don't remember what that episode was. So I don't I'll have either. To, <laughs> but I'll have to go back into the show notes. And remind I remember myself. naming it after a movie, though. So yeah, yeah. I, that's right. That's right. Dog's purpose. Well, this episode reminded me of something that made me laugh out loud, and I had to pause the co- the podcast so I could really remember all of the details and enjoy quote unquote the memory. So. This is how the story goes. Many years ago, shortly after I had tied the knot to my now (laughs) ex-wife, FYI, uh, we had enjoyed dinner from, we had just enjoyed dinner, and from what I recall, it was a particularly spicy meal. I really enjoy spicy food and normally have no issues digesting it, but this time proved to be a little different. Mm -mm. We had just gone to bed, and at some point in the middle of the night, I farted. Now, I should say that I'm a very sound sleeper. I have three children who are now teenagers, and when they are, were infants, I never heard them when they would wake up crying in the middle of the night. So as I stated, I farted while asleep. Apparently, it had some pretty decent sound to it because it woke up my wife. Oh, boy. Later, she told me when she heard it, heard this, she rolled over and looked at me as if to say, Really? Well, then the smell started to slowly permeate the room. I finally woke up because I hear her gagging next to me in bed. Ugh. Once, be- once I became coherent and I realized that she's gagging and waving the air in front of her, I, I then start to understand the issue and I start to gag as well. <laughs> I jump up out of bed and quickly run over to the window to open it. I also go over to the, lo- the, to the door leading to the balcony and I open it too so that I can get some fresh air as I'm still gagging from the horrendous stench of this fart. <laughs> However, at this point, I still don't know it came from me. <laughs> That's the best kind. <laughs> While I'm getting some fresh air on the balcony, I start to opening and closing the balcony door really fast, you know, to create this wave of fresh air to bring into the room and dissipate the smell. I remember looking at her as she's sitting on the bed, holding her nose and shaking her head in disgust, but also laughing at the situation. Finally, after a few minutes, the smell starts to go away. (laughs) I'm under the impression that my wife is not feeling well, so I ask her if she's okay. She tells me that she's fine. She just couldn't breathe because of the bad smell. I asked her if her stomach was okay, and she looked at me (laughs) incredulously and said, What do you mean, is my stomach okay? I didn't make that smell. You did. (laughs) <laughs> I asked her what she meant, and she told me that I had farted so loud it woke her up, and then the smell started engulfing the room, and she started gagging. <laughs> I apologized profusely, and I told her that I couldn't help it. We had a good laugh and went back to bed. Obviously, remembering, uh, remembering the occasion still brings a smile and a gag. Sean from Flagstaff. Uh, ex-wife, I want to remember. Ex-wife, everybody. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't I should last. probably... It didn't, and it probably was that, Sean. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, now, now 
he doesn't know this because he's a new listener, but Sean, whenever you share this, it has a tendency of uh, bringing that person back into, and they uh, magically discover the show. Yeah. So we might hear in the next couple of weeks uh, a story from your ex-wife in a confession, probably even saying that she was the one that did the fart yeah. and well, not you. It, so It does happen. Crazier things have happened. So <laughs> just uh, hang in there, Sean. Hang, in, Hang there. in there. She might she might make an appearance. Anyway, this she one's might. called uh Chug on the Shag Rug from Julie. As a child, my family lived in a small apartment in Chicago. One Thanksgiving we had family visiting from out of state. My sister and I had bunk beds in our room, but on this night we had to share the room. So my older mm-hmm. brother slept on the top bunk, and my mom on the bottom bunk, and my sister and I were on the floor. And we were laying on the floor perpendicular to the bed with our feet next to it. We were fighting, as sisters do. So my mom made me flip my sleeping bag around. So now my head was now next to the head of the bed, down on the ground. As fate would have it, in the middle of the night, my brother became sick. He threw up over the side of the bed, directly over my head, and onto my head. Oh, no. Fortunately, I was sleeping face down and somehow managed to not even really wake up. My poor mother had the unfortunate job of helping my sick brother, waking me up to let me know that I was covered in puke, (laughs) helping me shower to clean out my hair, and then cleaning up the shag rug. It was all around a disgusting night. Sorry for the extra grossness of this story, Julie. Oh, Julie. Poor Julie. I will never forget being at kids camp and <laughs> laying there trying to sleep with about 50 boys in a bunk room, a bunkhouse, and I just hear and then Bleh. and then there's a space, a gap of silence, and then so I knew it was a kid from oh. an upper bunk that had puked, it had floated down and then splattered. But I was waiting to Ugh. hear the cry. You know, because these kids are still fifth grade and under. <laughs> yeah. And there would yeah. normally be nothing. <laughs> so I pull out my flashlight on my cell phone and I go bunk to bunk and I'm checking and nobody, nobody has eaten. Nobody's awake. Nobody's moving. Uh, there's no kids, you know, freaking out or anything. And I, <laughs> I had to really like bend over and, and check the ground between the beds. And finally I found it. The kid was sleeping like a log, but he I found this, <laughs> he this, this open bag full of puke, man, right on oh, top of no. the, the lower bunk kid's uh, bag, you know, all over his clothes and everything. <sighs> and it was so gross. I woke the kid up and I'm like, dude, you puked in your sleep, man. It's weird. And I made him go down and get a mop bucket <laughs> and made him clean it up. And he was half asleep the whole time. And we oh, just no. took, we took the kids clothes and rather than doing the right thing and cleaning them up, I just got trash bags and I put everything in trash bags and we brought that home to the kids. parents. <laughs> the kid that didn't even throw up, you know, it's the kid that got thrown up on. I gave yeah. that to his parents. It's just this fermented crap in these bags. Oh no. Hey, welcome. Thanks for sending your kid to, to, to church camp here. Welcome back home. Here's here's a bunch of bag of puke. So I was, a, I was not a very good children's pastor that, that time, but that gum, that was gross. It was, it was, <laughs> I was not conditioned to deal with that, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. but yeah, I can't imagine throwing up and sleeping. 
through it. No, just, that's crazy. It's crazy. Or letting one rip so loud that it wakes somebody up yeah. next to you. <laughs> yeah, but you, you're fine. You know, so much for who smelt it, dealt it in that case, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll see. Do you have a funny life story? Have you ever farted so loud you woke up your spouse, or have you thrown up on anybody recently? Have you ever killed a bunch of cats? Oh, please Uh, don't. Are you bad at hugging the right person or kicking the right person in the butt? Whatever your story is, send your stories, (laughs) email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us if you can. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, painful, or gross happens to you. And you know, like if you pee on top of a toilet, don't get depressed. (laughs) Don't run away and just act like it didn't happen. Just think, Hey, in a few years, I'll email this into that story show. So we'll see you later. God, bye John. Bye, James. And remember to stay tuned after the music for some talk about recap songs. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye. Ah. Taping down the toilet, man. That'll do it. It's childproofing it. He thought. Just glad it was pee. Oh. <laughs> Could you imagine if he would have turned around? Just frosted that cake. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even like cake. <laughs> Just wrote his name out. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> that's why the middle schoolers love us yeah it's it's true all right here we are (laughs) after the show and it's time to talk about the recap song okay so i was supposed to do a recap song if we got over 20 emails and i am very sad to report that we did get way over 20 emails we got oh wow 55 emails it was crazy mercy so, um, and we got one though that said, don't bring back the recap song, whatever you do. <laughs> so you subtracted that one yeah. from the other 50 yeah. and, uh, so here's what we're uh-huh. going to do is, um, I, I even ran it past the patrons and said, okay, this is what the people want, but what do you think? And, um, as, as many of you know, I deal with depression and, um, it's a, it's sometimes it stops me from being able to record the show because I get too sad to record. Um, yesterday was an example of that. And today is an example of me being able to record. So we did it on a Friday instead of a Thursday, um, recap songs require happiness to be able to do and creativity and stuff like that. And patron people were like, okay, we're good with you bringing it back, but how about you bring it back? Um, as an occasional thing, like whenever you feel like it, you do it. And whenever you don't, you don't. And I was like, that's a very good thought. So um, this week should have been a recap song week, for instance, because I promised last time that I would, but I don't feel like it. Okay. So we don't get one this week, but whenever I can, I promise you, I will. The other thing is the the guy that said that, please don't bring back the recap song had a good point. He says it takes too long. He said, and it, and it subtracts, um, time that could be told, you know, stories could be told. And so I'm like, okay, good point. You know, that's why he didn't like it. It's not that he hated it. It just, it just, it's a little long for him. So what we're going to do with the recap songs, when we do them, they will be after the show is over. So they will be during uh-huh. this time right here. So, okay, that is it. 
that's it. And recap, we'll recap the recap song recap, and that is that we will be doing recap songs occasionally, whenever I feel like it, with no pressure, one way or the other. Uh, be happy to do them when I can, and when we do do them, they will be after the show as bonus content, free right here on the show. So does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. I like it. All right. I well, wish I was creative enough to do that part of it. I just. I, I, I don't even I, know if I know how I to play a guitar anymore. I don't know if I can either. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes the next time I feel like it. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for your support. Goodbye. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.